I am what? All right, I'm the problem. I'm the solution. Blake Sloan. I've been selling real estate over 14 years. Our team of highly trained professionals, along with our unmatched marketing, has sold thousands of homes here in the Myrtle Beach area, and this is how we do it. But there's something we talk about and something we teach here, and we'll talk about kind of the side effects of that and how to beat that um, overall what we talk about. So to change anything, what do you got to do? Acknowledge it. Acknowledge it, then what? Yeah, right? We know that what? Did I have to do what? Have to own it. So we talk about this thing here. That's called I am. What's that member? We talked about this a while back. You guys remember? What's that? But yeah, we did do one of those, didn't we? But we also talked about I am what? The right? I'm the problem. I am the solution. I'm the solution. Right? So once we do that, it means how we have to do what in essence? We have to own it. This is a lesson that we all go through a leveling up. I deal with it all the time. People in my coaching groups level, deal with it all the time. You guys deal with it too as agents. When you try to do what? Level up anything in your life. And all of a sudden you level up, becomes a little better than what happens? A new, problem. new problem. You go into the pit, right? And what happens in that scenario? Before that, there's a process. We tend to find this place where we all kind of feel in this weird area of growth or expansion, and we tend to constantly, I've just heard this in feedback for a while, and it may not apply to everyone, but a lot of times they tend to feel alone. Anybody ever felt that way? Make some big changes in life, you come to real estate, come here, Blake talks about all this kit, you start doing things differently, right? Your family looks at you different, friends look at you different, and all of a sudden you're in this weird area, this weird zone, where you don't really know what's going on, and people tend to, to feel alone. You guys agree with that? And you're kind of questioning yourself, is this right, is this weird? Or in some cases, the spouse is against you, right? You get pressure from them about this new career and things changing or whatever it is. It puts pressure, and so what happens is people tend to feel alone a lot of times in how they operate. And I'm going to have you consider, I'm going to teach on that today, is just a part of everything what we do as a part of expansion. The problem is, right, the game of creation is complicated. Creation is what? Creation who we are, creation how we operate, creation how we get better. And the reason it's complicated is because why, you think? We make it complicated, right? So I try to level up to be this person. I want to be the top agent. I want to sell 50, 60 houses this year. Or look at Jeremy, how many did you sell last year? 168. 168, right? Look at that, man. And then what do people tend to do? Overcomplicate and say what? I can't do that, right? It's too difficult. I don't know if I can do that. I'm not that person. And all the stories and all the things that we have when we were younger in life and our childhood and everything tends to come inside of that. And all of a sudden we complicate it with two things. Number one is I can't. And number two, what do you think the other one is? I won't. And we tend to have these two lists in life about what we do is I can't and I won't. What we find is that I won'ts tend to be a longer list than the I can'ts. Say it again, the list of I won'ts become a longer list than I can'ts. So what do you think that means? Yeah, we think, hey, look, it's not there, so possible. I don't want to pay that price to go through that process, right? Studying and reading the books and getting up early, right? Studying other things and looking at other parts and making the dials, whatever it is, right? They have this thing that says, I, it's not possible, I can't do this. And those tend to be narratives, stories, 
that we have, especially when they become magnified when we're out in the void. And I tend to become, find myself in this story that I'm the only one. And I want to talk about this today. It's a difficult thing to teach because it's a little out there. But what we find is everyone tends to feel alone at some point, especially when you're growing. And I want to address it today and talk about it. Why? Because it's okay. Obviously, you have a great culture here and great things about that. But I want you guys to understand that we're able to do that. And there's no place that you feel more alone than when you're having to do business, right? You got family, kids, whatever else in that trifecta, right, of insanity that we talk about uh, in my warrior group as well. Because you have all this going on. And here's the problem. You go home and what do most people not understand? Problems you had, the people that yelled at you, the people that were crazy, right? All the things that you have. And so you tend to put yourself in this place of feeling alone. And so part of that is that once we understand that I'm the cause for everything in my life, we have to be able to focus and have this commitment, right, on understanding the feelings that come with it. I want to talk about the way you look at it. If I can draw this out, right? It's me, the person, right? I make a decision to level up, and it kind of becomes like this. We talked about this before, and then we tend to have what? Me at level A, me at level B, me at place C. In between these tend to be what? Chaos. Chaos. And we have what? We talked about earlier in the first page. Pit. Pit. And a peak. Right? And so what happens is we tend to do this and make this change. We tend to make a leap here to this new version of us using the beginning. And we tend to find a life that becomes pretty good. But then what happens? Life facts smacks in the face. What happens in many cases is we get where life gets pretty good. We make some money. Right, make sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars, a hundred thousand, all of a sudden, ten people people tend to do what? Relax. Relax. And they stay right here at good. And what happens is there's this period in here that's kind of like another void. And so a lot of people they get good, they'll go right back to here, but then they become bored because what used to be exciting and brand new all of a sudden becomes what? Normal and boring. And so we're stuck in this place of what do I do next? And so I have one thing that I kind of wrote down, I think it's super important, just talks about, right? Being alone and feeling alone is a conversation that repeats itself when we're being called to the next version of me. Say it again. Being alone and feeling alone is a conversation that repeats itself when we're being called to the next version of me, becoming the next level of me, of who I'm becoming. What does that mean, you think? Being alone and feeling alone is a conversation that repeats itself when we're being called to the next level. What does that mean? Jeremy, what do you think that means? You've been through a lot of levels of this with us and me. So it can be around people that love you, family that loves you, kids that love you, people that have business that love you. And guess what? You can still feel alone. Anybody ever experienced that? I have over and over and over. And a lot of times we tend to just really sedate more or I tend to retract more to be more alone. Even though I know I shouldn't feel alone or be alone. And a lot of that comes with the pain and the consequences and things of who we are in leveling up. But I'm just having you guys consider here in this process, that's a natural point when you're being called to the next level. Does that make sense, you guys, in that scenario? Right? There are improvements a lot of times we need to make in our business or life. And here's a perfect example. There are things that you needed to make improvement wise that you knew, and myself included in this. I wrote this and I did the same exact thing. There were improvements you knew you needed to, know, you needed to make in your business last fall. Now, all of a sudden, we're in February, you haven't done yet. Like what? What could that be, Brandon? For you. For you. <laughs> we just talked about this last week. Let's talk about the, the, the old fish place. You got to just follow 
follow up with who? Past clients, Past clients right? With militant precision in how we do it. Right? Could be anything from learning more things. There's books I was going to read, didn't read. Right? The follow through of my process is going to do. Whatever it is, a lot of times those things that we didn't do, now all of a sudden what happens? It's February. There's a lot of people who now are into February and they're still trying to get momentum from the holidays or from December. Right? You guys with me on this? And so I want you guys to understand this part of feeling alone, what happens. And there's got to be a point where we have to make a jump or a leap to the next version of ourself. A.K.A. the first we talked about killing and putting in the sand and burying the sand. But I wanted to address the emotions that come with it because it's very difficult sometimes. And the reason I want to share and teach about it, I debated teaching about it, but it makes me wonder how do some people make it, how do some people don't. Right? They all have the same tactics, the same scripts, the same presentation, the same leads, the same everything. But some what happens and what holds them back is what right here? The choice to get to that next level. It's all held back by that version of them and who they are. And it goes back to that story we talked about last week, which was what? You guys remember what it was, where it was in the Bible? Don't you talked about Exodus. And the next thing we talked about, he went to the top of the mountain, right? He was talking to the bush out and he talked to, ended up talking to God, right? And guess what happened? I'm going to talk about how this is this biblical and goes back to what we talked about. Part of that, the next chapter, or the next part of that same chapter, I think we're in verse like four or five. Here's at verse nine, right? And this is obviously a different, uh, depends what translation you read. And God says, right, the Lord says to Moses, I'll bring my people out of Egypt into a country where the, the, good, the land is good and rich with milk and honey. And he gives the rest of this stuff, right? My people have begged for help, and I have seen how cruel the Egyptians are to them now. Go to the king. I'm sending you to lead my people out of this country. Then Moses says, what do you think Moses says? Who am I to go to the king and lead your people out of Egypt? And so the question that we all have, what Moses even had is what? Who am I? What do you think that means? Different. What makes me worthy? Yes. What makes me worthy to actually be that and have that and do that? Which is the same question that who asked? Wait, who am I to sell 162, was it? 168 homes in a year. Right? Who am I to sell 60, 70 houses a year? Who am I to make 200,000, 300,000 a year in terms of getting my property sold and obviously my career? And it goes back to this is a question that we all have in terms of who we are. And we get stuck in this level here, right, of this space we talked about. We all have this paralysis in that version of jumping to our next level of who we are. And I liked how Kyle put it is that who am I from a place of am I worthy? Anybody else ever found that or feel like that? Right, but that's usually sometimes the reason why people don't do the work. And the reason I want to teach that is because I can never figure out why people don't do the work sometimes. And if you break it down psychologically, what holds them back a lot of times is this feeling and question of, who am I to do that? Right, came from a whatever childhood, this happened, that happened, I haven't really done anything before. So-and-so is different than me, better than me, whatever it is. And so you want to understand what that story is and that narrative that's holding you back and what we talked about. Last week we talked about a narrative is doing what? I asked you guys to identify a narrative that's crushing you. Remember that? And crushing the results that you want. So you can identify that and kill that and put it in the sand. And so building on this, right, talk about the same thing. And so God even says, right, back to him in that scenario. He tells him all this stuff, I'll be with you. And you know that I will. I'm the one that sent you, right? It says, when you worship me on this mountain after you led my people out of Egypt. Goes on, says a few things, right? And Moses says what he'll do. And then God says to Moses, I am the eternal God to tell them that the Lord whose name I am has sent you. It's crazy, right? Think about that piece. And here's what crazy it is. God tells him, hey, look, you tell him I sent you. 
that I am. And what do you think Moses does? He says, hey, Moses says, ask the Lord, suppose everyone refuses to listen to my message and no one believes that you really appeared to me. Does that sound familiar, people? What do we all think? Come in, you're brand new. You come in, you've been here for a while, you do decent, and all of a sudden you think what? John, what do you think when you come in brand new and you're not really sure what to do? Yeah, so you come in, you think, hey, suppose no one even listens to me. Suppose I get rejected. Suppose that people don't actually care and my script doesn't work and I'm not very good. Right? Suppose that buyer presentation and I totally flop on it. <laughs> like we had it happen last week. Right? And so, and 10, I'm going to just build this. Whitney, what are you hearing from this? Am I losing you guys totally? I'm going to bring the pieces together in a second. Yeah. Is this something that I can do? Am I able to do it? Um, am I going to be happy, you know, long term? Yeah, mm-hmm. And so part of that is the same question that who had? Moses. Moses. From God even telling him, hey, look, this is what you're supposed to do. And he still questioned it. Am I enough in terms of who am I? Am I the person? Who am I to be able to lead your people out of Egypt, right, to this land, that scenario? And we all have the same scenario. So here's the thing. And asking myself, why do people not level up? Why do people not move from this place? The one thing I talked about, I'm going to see the reason people hold off because they have fear of being exposed to who they are. Everybody I know that really gets too successful at like a high point, a high level, guess what they all tend to feel? Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. I mean, I don't know if I really should do this. I don't know if I actually deserve this. I don't know if I'm the guy or the girl supposed to be this person in this place. Yeah, everybody in Warrior tonight. Garrett talks about he has people $100 million business at the same time all the time. Same thing. Right? Sometimes they figure they can't figure out how they got there. Right? It it's almost like a feeling like you don't deserve it. You feel like you're a fraud. Or people do that all the time. And so part of this is understanding that these voids we come into happen in these places right here. And what happens is we have fear hold us back from that next level of who we need to be and what we do. Right? And the simple part is because you haven't chosen to be who God's called you to be. Say it again. You haven't chosen to be who God's called you to be, or if you're not believing God, some of that, you haven't chosen to be who you could be. Because we all know that we could be better, but just holds us back as what? Stories, narratives, our habits that holds us back from being the next version of us every single time. And I share this today because it's always going to be scary no matter what level you're at, no matter who you are, no matter what your background is, that you've got to be able to take this level and make this jump to the next part here from A to B to C every single time and understand that that part of being alone is a trigger for you to understand that there's a calling for you to get to that next level of who you are and who you're supposed to be. Yeah, because what happens is people tend to get, you, you basically just get what you accept in terms of who you are and what you're willing to accept, period. In terms of numbers, money, Right? For what people is okay, some people couldn't imagine living one second on that type of money. Right? And so it just depends on where the person's at. But you have to be able to move up here. And that's one thing we talked about is that at some point you have to make a decision. I can talk about techniques, tactics, strategy, money, everything. But if you continue to reject you and who you are and who your version of you can be, you're never going to get to that level in terms of where you're supposed to be. And here's the last part. I'll get to you, Katie. Is at some point... Moses had to choose to be that guy. 
At some point, Moses had to choose to be that guy. How many people are hit with these opportunities to grow and have opportunities within themselves when they are, and they tend to hold back in what? In fear of themselves. Is it scary? Absolutely. You'll be persecuted? Absolutely. He's talking about going to a king and trying to take people from a country in that time where it's very, very violent. But at some point, Moses had to make a decision to be that guy. And so at some point, you got to make a decision in you to be that guy in your business. That girl. But back to what Whitney talked about, everybody has that feeling. Is this enough? Am I enough for this? Is this right for me? Is this the right business for me? Is it the right thing for me to do? Why? Because we all have that virus of fear inside of us that we have to overcome consistently. And that's what most people do. And I think that depends, like, you're be like at level B, right? People get from A to B. It's a hard jump. It was very hard when they get to this space, so to speak, right, where all of a sudden you have this part where you do feel alone. You're not sure what happens next. If you deserve what you even got, you made more money than you ever have. This happens here a lot. You make more money than they ever have. They either spend it or they self-destruct and self-sabotage. Or both, right, or whatever it is, right? And so the problem here is there's a pain of pressure, that people have to come into and understand. And most of the time, that pain and pressure leads to that feeling of alone. And they have a decision to make right here at this point. Do I retract and go back to me here? Or do I make this leap here to this next version of me and double down my goals and double down who I am and actually get into that leap of that void here? That's the uncomfortable piece of that next version of me. Is it's got to be a trigger for you that that feeling of feeling alone when you hit that next level, right? Is the conversation that repeats itself when you're being called to the next version of you? So I want you to understand that the way you have to understand the words here is that feeling of alone internally is your DNA, the inside of you, right? The voice of God in a way calling you to the next version of you, who you are. For your family and your marriage, relationships, but more importantly, business here, because that's what drives everything. But the problem is a lot of times people don't trust themselves. And so I want you guys to help understand this and deconstruct this in that scenario, right? You have to be willing to do it. You have to be willing to do it. And you have to give yourself permission to hit the first domino and go. Right? Hit the first domino and go. So when I get to that aloneness, instead of retracting what I got to do, okay, find the next domino. In that case, it might be showing up. Right? It might be showing up consistently for X amount of time. But I got to hit the next domino because I know if I stay stagnant in the space here feeling alone, the more the pressure comes, the more I feel alone, and the more. And it happens anytime. Anytime I isolate, it gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Anytime anyone here isolates, they'll usually won't make it very long. Right? And so it's very, very important for us to understand how do I take this calling that's inside of me and level up and double down to the next version of me and give myself permission to hit that next part. Right? What most people do is they get to this point here, they poke around a little bit to see what it's like. But the problem is what happens at? Yes, they lack the courage and the energy to get to the next level of them where they need to be. Why? Because it's very uncomfortable and it's a lot of pressure and there's a lot of unknowns and we doubt ourselves internally in terms of who am I? I want you guys to understand and take it as who am I? I am who I am. Right? Meaning that I am who I am right now, but at the same time, I'm going to that next version of me who I'm called to from the inside. And like I talked about, is that a lot of people are still stuck in that void of where they've been, of their habits, their patterns, 
how they've been operating. Like I mentioned, summer, we're halfway through February. We're February 15th today, right? 16th, what is it? 15th. 15th, right? And so we're six weeks in so far, and a lot of people are still trying to get momentum from the holidays. They're still trying to get their habits dialed in. Yep. And I'm trying to answer that age-long question of why do people stay stuck all the time? Why do they stay stuck in the same place over and over and over, and they can't get past it? And that's that space between A and B and B and C for you guys. And sometimes you got to figure some are less spiritual than others, right? Some may not feel it, but I want you to ask yourself this question. I wrote down, went through, where do you feel alone right now? Why? Right? Where do you feel that, that, that piece of you that just tends to isolate and haven't really made the right decision? I said something similar to mine. Okay, yeah, I said we massive growth, right? Grown more initially than I thought we would, all this stuff. And sometimes it's like, hey, what's, what's next? Right? What's the next target? What's the next place for me? And i got to make sure I feel that. Uh, and the less I am clear on that, the more I feel alone. Why? Because it's devoid of not understanding where I need to be. Right? In terms of my target internally. Right? Here's the most, second piece that's really important. What is it you're not doing in your business that you know you should have been doing? Sometimes people continue to reject you. Right? Who I'm supposed to be and who I can be as a person. But I want you, somebody today was meant to hear this. In terms of a trigger, in terms of getting to that next level, you where you're supposed to be. Most people take three steps back, three steps forward, and then they take three steps back. They take the same six steps over and over and over again instead of growing who they are internally and having consistency in their business to take that torch and get to the next version of you, right? And what your personal goals are, personal numbers are in terms of how you operate. Not to let fear hold me back from who I'm supposed to be. Right? I am who I am, but a lot of times people are not becoming who they're called to be. By God, whoever you believe that to be, because of fear that's holding them back in form of stories, right? Hesitation, things like that is very, very important for us to understand in that piece, right? Difficult to teach that, but I hope somebody gets something from that. I got something from just kind of studying that and going through that process and really looking at that story that we all struggle with that. From Moses on to you and to me and to anybody. But the faster I can help you deconstruct that, and choose to stop rejecting you and be you and be all of you. That's the part we're able to do. Because most people tend to just live boxed up in this little Tupperware container to fit what everyone around them in their life thinks they should be. Versus becoming the full, powerful version of themselves and all of them. Something that Warrior gave me the opportunity in 2015 to be all of me. Right? There's good and bad and there's dark and light. And every one of us, we've got to make sure we can understand that piece of that. And really diagnose that. Any questions about that? Or any more feedback? Huh? That's for next week, buddy. Okay. I mean, we got plenty of stuff on that piece, but I mean, ideally, there's a lot of stories that goes good and bad in that. But um, there's actually great stories that God gives him examples, and he still didn't believe it. He had a staff in his hand. The Lord told him to drop the staff on the hand. Turns into a snake. Tells him to pick the snake up, turns back into a staff, and he said, you'll show that to the people. He still didn't think they believe him, right? And he goes to a bunch of meetings. It's some crazy stuff, right? And the point, and I was going to go deeper into that, but the point is God even showed him by taking a staff, turning it into a snake, turning it back into a staff, and guess what he still didn't do? And so us, you see proof of Jeremy with 168, right? Everybody else hitting these massive, massive numbers, and what do you do? Don't believe it. Don't believe it. The proof is here. We do it every single day. You see the bells in the group. Over and over and over and over and over again, but they'll still sit back and stay right here at point A or point B instead of making that leap to be the top producer that you can be. And no matter how many tactics you learn here from skill set, you're never going to actually get there until you make a decision from the inside out.
And like I mentioned, the most powerful thing I can do here for anybody at this place or anywhere is teach you how to think. Because that's your number one weapon or your number one weakness comes down to what? Mindset and how I talk to myself every single day. So I'm going to transition from that. It's a little deep, a little emotional. Some got it, some didn't. Right? But I'd have you consider to come back and view this and really spend time thinking this and being with yourself. And especially when I feel alone and I feel that feeling of alone in life and all the pressure. And if you don't feel alone in life, you can't handle it. And once you build your business up and you're selling you don't have the pressure, you're going to feel very, very alone. Because no one else around you can understand the pressure of it. And have you understand that next time you feel that, that should be the trigger point you know, where God's calling you, hey, look, this is time to get to the next level. Standing in the fire, doubling down and making that leap to, t- to carry that torch to the next version of you.